Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we try to take on a politically charged music video because we're nerds. I'm Jordan. I, I'm Cody. I feel like that is that is an unfair <laughs> summary. I just want to talk about the music video with you. Hi guys and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we talk about worlds based off the role of a 20-sided die. Who are you die. talking to right now? I am going to keep that intro, the first one, in, but I just wanted to get what the actual podcast is about. But anyways, how are you doing, Cody? Well, no, hang on. I like the idea of the podcast that you just did, where I'm sitting here talking to you, and you instead talk to the audience that isn't here right now, (laughs) like, passive-aggressively ignoring me and talking to someone else in the room about me. You know what I mean? Just the the whole podcast is a fourth wall break. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. We, we did board game worlds this week, right? And both of our worlds are relatively yeah. short because they're based on board games. So it's kind of hard to make those long. Although I think mine might be longer than yours. Stop making fun of my idea. Second of all, to quote you, I sent you the text where you said that you're excited to do board game worlds. Actually, you want to see where it goes. You rolled it and you haven't stopped complaining since. No, no. Th- that was not a complaint. I'm legitimately excited about my world. It's just by nature very small. And I mean that literally and figuratively. But... Here's the issue right now that we have, Jordan, is I want to talk to you about two things. And they're very different things. And seemingly maybe... I think they're pretty close. I think they're pretty similar, actually. Let's go into the similarities of This is America and Infinity Wars. Let's get into the similarities. Those are not the same thing. One of those things is like a work of art. And the other one is like a commercial cash grab that is essentially popcorn. I I wouldn't call it necessary. Okay, yeah, it's a cash grab. Anyways... So the music video we keep mentioning is This Is America, the song by Donald Glover. Um, It came out, like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, it's not going to matter because this podcast is not going to come out next week. Right, this is not going to be relevant (laughs) anymore by the time this comes out. But here's the deal. I want to tell you... I want to tell you about how I saw the music video because I did it completely wrong. So my brother kept telling me, hey, you need to watch this music video. And he, like, didn't tell me anything about it. And I knew nothing about Childish Gambino other than it's Donald Glover. Like, that's all I knew about it. And what I knew about Donald Glover was Derek Comedy. So when he was in high school, he did, like, poopy YouTube videos. I watched yeah, his stand-up, yeah, yeah. and then I saw him in Community. So yeah. I assumed Childish Gambino was, like, a Weird Al Yankovic Fly to the Concords thing. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like a joke no. band. <laughs> so not remotely close. So the I start the my brother finally sends me the link. Like I never search for it myself. My brother finally sends it to me on Facebook, and I started watching it. And I watched like the first ten seconds. So I watched to the point where someone comes out and starts playing guitar, and then I stopped because yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. It's a pop song, whatever, and I just moved on. And then, like, two days later, I actually watched the whole video, and I was like, oh, oh, this is uncomfortable and is meant to make me feel things like misery and despair and all this. And I was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting from this music. Like, it tricked me when he shot the person in the head. Commentary on guns and violence against black people in America. Yeah. This is America, where we treat the guns nicer than we treat the black people. Yeah, I did not see that Let's take this on as a weird nerd podcast. Let's talk about how deep this music video goes. Well, look, all right, man. If art's not meant to be talked about, what's the point of having it? (laughs) It is meant to be talked about. I don't think this podcast is qualified. I think both of us are qualified, but I don't think this podcast where we build worlds is qualified. The world that is built in This Is America is 
truly terrifying and sad because it's this actual world. Well, and okay, so here's the thing. You know, my brother, when he told me, he was talking to me about Donald Glover, and the way he phrased it was like, he's just seemingly good at everything. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Yes, he goes, he is. well, you know, he's funny and all this stuff. But then he's like, well, and he can also like actually act and is a yes. really good dancer. And I thought the phrase yes. is a really good dancer was weird because I was like, well, I've really never seen him dance. Well, is his dancing in This Is America good? <laughs> yes. Okay. And here's my point is that <laughs> so, okay. This sounds bad, but it's actually what part of the music video was going for. When the music yeah. video started and he was dancing, like I was thinking to myself, why does he look uncomfortable? And the other thing I thought to myself is, is he pretending to be a black person dancing? You know what I mean? Like the well, way I, that, at least the way the dance looked and the way his movements were, it was like parodying for one thing, like vaudeville. You know what I mean? Like, blackface stuff. Like, it was making fun of that. And all of his actions and the way he was moving. And, like, all of that came through in his dances. Yeah, and, like, the weird, like, faces he was pulling. Yeah, very expressive face. And so, I was impressed that, like, I kind of, like, looked up stuff about it afterwards. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, legitimately, that is exactly what he was doing. But Mm -hmm. it came through in his dancing. And I've not seen a thing where dance has been inter- meant to be interpreted by normal people. It's a very well done music video, Cody. And just in part, like at least what I read and what I kind of saw into it was that the dancing and like the stuff in the foreground is to distract from all the violence and stuff in the background. Kind yeah. of how we use like social media and all of that to distract from the true horrors that are happening all around America. And I like, I enjoyed that because like the first time I saw, I did see some of the violence going on, but like, you know, I was distracted by his weird movements, his dancing, like the facial expressions, all of that. Then I watched it again and you see the background, there's like a riot going on. There's burning cars. There's people fighting. There's like fire in the background, but like, so you see all the violence and all the stuff, but it's like truly the foreground is the distraction. So then the other thing I remember thinking, because I've watched it like 15 times now because I do this yeah, when same I, get I actually with like the song yeah I do too but at one point I was thinking to myself this just feels like someone wandered into the like Pharrell Williams songs happy and just shot it up and I'm like well that's exactly what it's supposed to be isn't it because you know the you you meant to say Pharrell right did a oh, shoot I said it wrong didn't I did I say Pharrell Pharrell yeah, you said Farrell is like, you meant the same Pharrell. I am clearly Skyping with a white guy. Shut up, Jordan. You're right, but shut up. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, it, it felt right. It felt like that song just like got shot in that song. Like the part where there's the chorus singing and then you see him like dance in with a big smile on his face. I was just like, oh, no. I understand where this is going and it's going to be uncomfortable. I was talking to my brother about it, and I think what I said was, I don't want to say it's good, because that feels wrong. You know what I mean? When you when you watch, like, a Holocaust movie, you're not like, that was a good movie! Like, no. no. <laughs> it was a profoundly uncomfortable movie, but that's what it was I, meant to be. I mean, so, I was fine with it, but I mean, you are feeling what most people call white guilt. <laughs> well, I mean... Maybe a little bit, but it was more. Am I not, am I wrong, Cody? Please tell me I'm wrong. No, I don't. I don't want to say it's just that. I think it was the okay. accuracy and the yeah. 
bluntness of it. Oh, yeah, it's extremely blunt. <laughs> it's, it's it's very, like, I guess you're right. You can't really say it's a good music video. It's very well done. Yeah. It, it's kind of eye-opening, but it's also, it's just very art, an artistic way of showing just the crap that's going on in America. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good expression of feeling. And I should, again, yeah. I don't want to say good. It was an accurate expression of feeling. Like, it and accurately he's an amazing got artist. Yeah. He's an amazing artist because if you listen to his early music, it's just straight up rap and dick jokes. And then it goes into something like this. And it's like, what? <laughs> right. I didn't think, like, from listening to his first album, I didn't think he was capable of making this. Right, right. Yeah. And for <laughs> me, like, I had never heard anything by him. And now I'm going back through and listening to his old music. And there's definitely a progression. Like, yeah. Early I mean, on. it's not that his first album is bad. It's just that it's, it's a lot of. <laughs> Talking yeah. about his dick and sex and stuff like that, and then going into stuff like "This Is America" and some of his newer songs, right? But I mean, some of the newer songs, just aside from "This Is America," have all been really good too. Just like yeah. quality songs. It's but... all really quality stuff, and I think I think he's an amazing actor. I don't want to see the solo movie, but I want to see him what? act in the solo movie. I am looking forward to the solo movie so much more than I am looking for than I was looking forward to Rogue One. Okay, well, first, yeah, I think it's going to be better than Rogue One. Second, it's clearly a cash grab. I don't like the guy they picked to um, play Han Solo. You haven't and seen it yet. You don't know that. I seen the trailers, and he just looks like a tool the whole entire time. It well, like it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like that same type of charisma, type of character that they gave us with Harrison Ford and Han Solo. It just seems like a guy who's just got being douchey for the sake of being douchey han solo was kind of a douche man yeah and, and i'm fine with that but i'm not i don't think i'm going to see the movie in theaters unless i go with my family i mean i'm definitely seeing it in theaters and you're totally wrong and it's gonna be really good I'm you fine. know why because it looks like that. a fun time adventure it doesn't Whatever, look dude, like they're I'm gonna fine. try to make saving private ryan in space Ugh. yeah rogue oh man both mel and i were just so disappointed by rogue one <laughs> i enjoyed the I, I Darth vader to... scene at the end <laughs> you enjoy okay, the fan we need service at to the end. get into Infinity Wars because that's going to be a really long conversation. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so let's let's <laughs> but, let's get it. Let's get into. I mean, unless you want to, if this is going to be a bonus episode, we could talk. Keep talking about this is America. I'd be yeah, but then you're too. not going to send me the episode for another three weeks. So shut I up, get Jordan. You don't know that's true. Possible. Okay, well, we can talk a little bit more about Rogue One. But Rogue One, I thought was just meh. I enjoyed the no, Dark Vader scene. I don't want to talk about Rogue end, One. But Rogue One, Rogue One was meh. Solo looks meh. Um, pretty much the only the core Star Wars movies are the only things I'm actually interested in. I, I disagree with you fifty percent. But anyway, let's talk about Infinity. Oh, it's a fifty percent. What? What's the fifty percent that you disagree with? The whole oh, solo well, Rogue One or? wasn't good. I'm looking forward to Solo, and um, Clone Wars is better than the movies. The show Clone Wars is better than the yeah, movies. Yeah, but I first the Clone Wars CG I just can't get into. It's too blocky for me. I mean, it's fine. You're wrong, but it's it's a really good show. It what actually tries to handle the topic of them breeding a class of warriors that have no purpose other than killing other people. It actually gets into that a little bit. It doesn't just gloss over it and make them faceless people killing other faceless people. Interesting. They, they have characters and they give reason and doubt to those characters as to their purpose in the universe and what it means to ultimately I mean, the purpose be... of the universe is to kill people. 
for yeah, the Yeah, and, well, not people, robots. It's just two completely meaningless forces smashing into each other forever. But and they actually kind of handle again, the ramifications. What happened to the, I mean, you don't have to explain it on this podcast, but what happened to all the droids? Oh, well, I mean, if you ever watch Rebels, they kind of talk about that a little bit. Never going to watch Rebels. We'll have to talk about it a different time. Anyways, Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars. Expectations, so want- I went in with, like, middle expectations, thinking, like, okay, it's I thought gonna it was another- going to suck. I like Mel wasn't excited for it. I thought it was just going to be fine. Like I was like, it's going to be fine. I'm going to enjoy it, but it's not going to be like mind blowing or profound. In the theater, I thought it was great. Actually, I thought like Marvel is on a roll and they are just doing way better than any other um, media property right now. Um. So I went in thinking it was going to suck, and I was happily wrong you know what i mean i thought it was going to be trash it wasn't it was decent i for sure had some issues with it you know like there was stuff that i didn't like like what but this is a podcast where you can talk about what you didn't like what's what's up i'm I'm gonna get into it i just want to clarify before i start hating on it there was a lot of stuff i really liked i thought all of the character interactions were really good we, I thought we've that, switched positions from Ready Player One to Infinity War. Yeah. Because if yeah, it, Ready Player One's no expectations, didn't hate it, but didn't like it, and I complained a lot. <laughs> and and so, yeah, so character interactions, I loved it. I thought that oh, yeah. it had an appropriate amount of humor. And even though, you know, all of those movies were written by different people, and yeah. now one guy had to kind of come together and coalesce a bunch of different kind of styles and voices of all these different mm-hmm. movies, and it, it felt like all those different characters were in the movie you know what i mean it didn't feel like they just suddenly dr strange was completely different or the guardians of the galaxy were completely different it felt like those characters were in the movie and were written well enough and directed well enough that it felt consistent with the source material so i thought that was really cool um thanos was a great villain i thought that the he kind of had the Joker thing going for him where it was, you know, what do you do when an unstoppable force meets an immovable barrier or whatever that expression Object. that the Joker used. Yeah. You know, he was kind of that unstoppable force of will. I thought that was a cool character. I um, enjoyed the character that they gave him because that's not the same as the comic. Like, he had emotions. He Like, what he was going for made sense was it good no but like the whole his whole plan ah. made sense to i know you're gonna no, argue didn't. against it no it I know didn't. that argue. was the dumb part of the movie <laughs> i know you're gonna argue against it but like the way he was portrayed and i agree a little bit with you but the way he was portrayed made sense like he seemed like a character that made sense and then they didn't just like oh hey here's thanos who wants to kill anybody everybody to impress death he doesn't want to get laid by death so i enjoyed that they didn't do that storyline <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's better but than that. But also, they made, like, the fight scenes. They actually made the fight scenes with them seem possible rather than him, like, this eight-foot-tall character just stepping on people left and right. Like, they made it look cool. And I'm so mad. Here's, I mean, before you get into all the things you hate it, why didn't they just cut his arm off? Well, cut his arm off! Just cut his arm off! Well, that was, you know, like the part where Thor was going and like flying across the sky to like chop at him. I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to cut his arm off. And then he didn't cut his arm off. Should have aimed and for I the was head, boy. To myself, no, you should have aimed for the arm, Thor, not the head, the arm. 
With the yeah, big shiny real, metal thing that destroys humans? Yeah, cut off his effing arm. Yeah, I really was expecting him to go for the arm and that didn't happen. Instead, he just went for like the biggest bit of meat he could, you know? Which makes sense as a warrior. <laughs> well, kind of, but like swinging for the chest is actually kind of the worst bet because you have a rib cage that's meant to keep you from getting your chest Yeah, but hurt. he had mystical axe and... <laughs> I still would have either gone for the head or gone for the arm. <laughs> I, yeah, I would have. I would have gone for the kill shot there, but you know, whatever. Also, I mean, we're like, not because Thor. of Thor Ragnarok. Thor has moved to like my top favorites in the MCU. Like, I okay, really like now, his character now. We just got to the stuff I didn't like about the movie because no, there's like two Thor? big things. I'll say this: the Thanos's kill fifty percent of the people, and that's going to help the world. Is stupid, but I don't care that much. You know what I mean? I can yeah. I can kind of look past it and just whatever Thanos has his evil plan his determination was fascinating so I'm fine with it but what I did not like was that my two favorite movies right now from Marvel are Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yeah those are my two favorites and this movie kind of undid Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 oh yeah cuz they killed off all of Asgard <laughs> No, well, supposedly they only killed off 50% of Asgard and the Valkyries off with the other 50% that they never showed in the movie, but whatever. What bothers me is there was this moment in Thor Ragnarok that I actually thought was really cool where, you know, Thor's about to get beat and I actually just watched Ragnarok yesterday because I like it. Oh, and now he needs a weapon again to channel his power. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay th- that scene where he goes, you know, are you Thor, God of Hammers? Like, no, that's not who you are. Yeah, God he's of Thor, God of Axes. Duh. Right? And now I'm just like, okay, so I guess he's Thor, God of Axes again, because screw that last movie where he had a character arc and developed into something interesting. Okay, He's yeah, just got to go back I, to I being Hammer, mean, bro. The, just so the that bothered me a Thor little bit. what I like. And also, that axe is in the comics, and I freaking love the, what, Stormbringer? Yeah, I love it. It's not, uh, and then we'll get into his whole thing why I didn't like him. But there's there's a little bit more to it than that. Then the other thing, the Guardians of the Galaxy. The point to me of the last movie regarding these of the Galaxy was them kind of realizing that they're a family in spite of their flaws. Yeah. So the end of the movie is <laughs> they split up. Yeah. So the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, right? They split up. They all have a fight. You know they. They all kind of seem to hate each other. You know, Rocket Raccoon's mad at everybody. Everyone's mad at Rocket. And then they go over to this other planet and Star-Lord starts to split off. And the whole group kind of fragments. And when that happens, they all get defeated, right? Yes. Um, you know, everyone basically gets beat until they, you know, rally and regroup and find out like, hey, we care about each other in spite of our flaws. And we're a family and we all love each other because we've decided to be with each other. And it's not just by random happenstance, whatever. So then this movie starts and Rocket Raccoon immediately ditches them again. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, do you remember the last movie where you did this and then your family got hurt? So then the part where Gamora dies felt like it was less impactful because the whole family wasn't there together. And I felt like it should have been. And I I agree with you on that. Um, One thing is just character arcs aren't going to last through a movie like this. They're going to stop. And then they're going to start again in Guardians 3, in Thor 5, or whatever, yeah. four, in Thor 4. Character arcs are going to die at the big conglomerate movie. And so that's, like, going in, I knew that they weren't going to be able to carry on some of the character arcs. I was fine with what they did with Thor. I liked how he kept his character. I also loved the 
just character arc of Loki. What like, character arc of Loki? He died in the first three seconds of the movie. Yeah, and he died in the first three seconds. But, like, the one second we think, oh, yes, Loki's still Loki, and he's once again going to trick Thor and join Thanos, and that's how Thanos gets to Earth. Also, it's like, oh, no, he's going to try because he actually does care about his brother a little bit. And oh, then he gets I, his I freaking think, neck snapped. I, I assumed Loki was going to die as soon as that scene started. I either thought Loki was going to go to Earth and, like, be a herald of Thanos, or he was going to die... I like that they like went to him dying because it like made sense for what his character yeah. had become over the last few movies where he actually this is a real death or Loki. Every other time we see him die, it's not real. It doesn't happen. He's playing a trick. We actually see well, at least hopefully, we see Loki actually die. Like give like sacrifice himself to help his brother. Well, seemingly help his brother. Also Right. We once again, oh, well, we have a Hulk scene, but the Hulk gets beat, and it makes sense why we don't see the Hulk later in the movie, because the Hulk's freaking scared of Thanos. I like that. See, okay, I disagree on this one, oh, um, and ooh. this is one of my, I'm actually excited for things, and I think they did a good job of setting up. Um, so, I think that the Hulk realizes he's probably going to have to throw down with Thanos at some point. Yeah. Um, and so, that is why he is being hesitant to um fight uh, that was why he was hesitant to fight thanos because he's biding his time he's like waiting for the moment to fight thanos because he got beat by thanos but that fight was also real short it but um, it also seems like he is actually scared because he got like the first time the hulk gets like definitively beaten well i mean kind of thor ragnarok honestly yeah but there's also a time when the hulk could also face death because he's like an innocent child seeing death right there in front of you scares the crap out of you yeah i i mean it's i'm not sure yet but i thought that that was an interesting character decision to kind of not have hulk in the movie what else was i gonna say oh okay so this kind of goes back to sorry go ahead the uh, banner in the hulkbuster armor was the dumbest thing Anyways, go on. Oh, I didn't mind that. I kind of thought it was a little bit fun. It, it gave him something to do, and Mark Ruffalo's a I also actor, wish so. that um, Black Panther was in it more, but, you know, I get why he wasn't. Well, okay. You're getting into another thing that I thought was kind of tacky a little bit. What? It gets into that faceless soldiers fighting meaningless enemies. Yep. So, right at the end, they they go to Wakanda, which I haven't seen Black Panther, so I don't know anything about it. I'm so mad. Um, I know. It's out on DVD now, though, so I can see it. Um, I missed it when it was in theaters. So, right, they go there, and there's, like, the three characters that have names. There's, like, Black Panther, Black Panther's sister, and then is it Black Panther's, like, bodyguard? Yeah, and Black, well, the leader of the army, of the special guard. Yeah. Oh, is that who she is? Yeah. So there, there's, like, th- those people, right? And they, they all seem like they have names and they matter and everything. And, and then there's just, like, a bunch of nameless, faceless henchmen. You know, they're just, like, there being, like, we're the people of Wakanda. Well, we yeah. care about this for some reason. I mean, then there's M'Baku, too, which you never saw Black Panther, so you don't know. But the big gorilla Was guy. he, like, the kind of big, bigger guy? Yeah, the bigger guy with, like... Okay. Yeah. So he kind of seemed important too, but you know, then there's just like the ranks of their soldiers that are yeah. just there, you know. But once again, it has, stand there. it's the Avengers movie, so we have to have faceless soldiers getting punched in the face by faceless soldiers. Like we had it with the Chitari in the first one, we had it with the Voltron robots. Now we're gonna have it with these like genetically engineered forearmed creatures Usually, that just though, swarm you. It's not on, it's not on both sides, and so this one there's like this big epic battle, but I don't care about any of them you know what i mean yeah it's just like these two forces just smashing into each other in like cool cg effects but i'm like 
I also, don't CG care. has come a long way where it like doesn't look like crap anymore. It it really has. Like it's not as terrible as it could be. There's there's some pretty good there's some pretty good stuff. But at the same, I just didn't care. You know what I mean? It was it was a big cartoon fight. Yeah, and, and I just didn't feel that much weight in it. Um, well, I was so that part that was a little. Black eh. Panther was gonna die. Oops, he already did. Um. Well, okay. Now they're, they're not okay. First no, of all, it's didn't. gonna get resi- reversed. They're not all dead. One theory is that they're trapped in the Soul Stone. Another theory is that they're just going to get the Time Stone in reverse time. Whatever. I don't care. We all know it's gonna get reversed in the next movie. Second, we're gonna go away from that because we could talk about that forever, like speculate, and it doesn't matter because we all know that Marvel didn't just waste millions of dollars killing off these characters. But okay, I do have a little bit of a problem with it though, and there's there's a specific we reason because I so, knew it was going to happen. So, anyways, what's up? Yeah, right. Well, obviously, it's a two parter movie. It's not going to end on an upbeat, right? No. It's so, not. um, and there's like a lot of meta reasons, and I want to in the movie it felt like it was handled with the correct amount of narrative weight. The characters made you feel like half of their friends had just died, right? Yes. Thumbs up to movie. You you made me care about your characters enough that even though I know they're not dead. You know, it it's it felt real in the moment, and the movie handled it as if it was actually happening. So, hats off to the movie for that. But what bothers me is that then Mandy like looked up an interview with the director, mm-hmm. and he was like, "People need to get over this notion that dead characters aren't dead. They're, they're dead, and they got to people need to move on so they can get through the mourning process." And I'm like, "Dude, they're not screw dead. you." <laughs> You wrote a movie where you have a magic MacGuffin that can reverse your whole movie. That's what you did. Get over yourself. So they're not just going to come back. Like, yes, they are. You already have Spider-Man 3 booked, dude. That being said, I actually think Gamora and Loki are dead. Like, those are the yeah, ones I think, that I think well, actually... I think that... Well, Gamora dies and comes back in the comics. Like, actually dies and comes back in the oh, comics. Oh, does she? So, but oh, I, 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 I think Lo- I think Loki is kaput. I think the characters who are actually killed... Are dead. The characters who were dissolved are still alive, but I think in, right, I think there's right. gonna be some. Well, but I think Gamora is also in the Soul Stone because we saw that like little scene of her hand, like her as a child handing thing. So I think her soul is with is still alive. I guess. And that's kind of what I wondered about. And the other one I'm not sure about is Vision. I could see Vision going either way. Where I, I feel see like one thing where if they get the Mind Stone back, I feel like they can bring Vision back. Right, because I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone made a point that like Vision kind of imprints on the Mind Stone, and at some point can be like stored in it. Um, so yeah, I think the Vision other... is the Mind Stone, so if they give the Mind Stone back, I think Vision's back. Right. The other kind of prediction that I was talking to someone else about is that I, I the next movie is like the original cast of Avengers. Yeah, it's none of like, the wh- new people. See, I, that's what I was calling, that like everybody was going to die except for the original cast and Rocket Raccoon. Right. <laughs> And and that's basically I mean there's a few extraneous people but yeah. mostly it's the you know the the OG um, people so what I kind of think they're gonna do with that is they're gonna like remove the gauntlet's ability pretty early in the movie and then like half of the original Avengers are gonna die and then they won't be able to bring those Avengers back because they won't have the Infinity Gauntlet anymore you know what I mean yeah because like I think Iron Man's done and I think Captain America is done and I doubt Thor's gonna keep going. Yeah. So I think like though at least those like three guys, I'm like I can't really see them making more of these movies anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. They just have made too many of them. Yeah, no, I, I, I get and that. like every. Sorry, go. 
it feels like every Iron Man movie is about him stopping being Iron Man. And then he and then starts he's just right like, back up in the next movie. Like, once again, he starts this movie with yet another toy that makes him Iron Man. It's just like, I'm so tired of you doing this storyline. Oh, and then Pepper Potts is mad, even though she knows he's going to do it again. He's going to risk his life. He's going to be Iron Man. It's, it's such a stupid, overdone, like, plot point. And I'm so tired of it. Yeah. Um... Yeah. A couple other points before we get to our worlds or the end of this bonus episode. I don't know which one yet. But a couple other points. I really liked Thanos's like the children of Thanos, his guard, the Ebony Maw, the like girl with the horns and the weird dude with the spirit. I like those characters. I felt like they were actually yeah. I felt like they were actually threat rather than just being punchable bad guys who eventually die. I mean, yes, they all eventually die, but I feel like they it took some work to kill them. They felt like they mattered. Yes. You know, they weren't faceless enemies fighting faceless good guys that you don't care about. It wasn't just like, look at our CG cartoons smashing into each other. Yeah, no. Thump, thump, I, thump, I thought, thump. I thought like, they were all cool characters. I also, I hated the Vision Scarlet Witch thing, even though it was in the comics. I hate that, like, weird relationship. He's now in a human form kissing on Scarlet Witch. And it's like, I don't care about this. I don't care about this at all. Do you just have a crush on Scarlet Witch? No, I just don't give a crap about that storyline. I just don't care. It feels like you have a crush on Scarlet Witch and you're jealous. She's also sister to the Olsen twins, which I didn't know until recently. Right? I didn't know. But then, like, looking at the picture of all three of them together, it's like, oh, duh. (laughs) She obviously is. She looks just like her. Yeah, she looks just like her. I just didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know she was. Is she older? I don't remember. I don't care. Anyways, um, yeah, so I, I also found that out somewhere I Actually, because I didn't like Spider-Man Homecoming, but I actually like Spider-Man in this movie. I thought that the Iron Spider armor that he had... You didn't ha- like Homecoming? No. I thought that... The, I told you why I didn't like it. I can bring it up again, but I thought that the Iron Spider um, armor that he had in this movie was cool. It had four extra limbs on it rather than just three like the comics did, so it actually made sense. It made him like a spider. Cool. Um, I liked the... I, every character interaction I liked, I liked... Thor and Peter Quill was like the funniest one. It's like, are you lowering your voice? Of course I'm not lowering my voice. I, I enjoyed just how like emasculated he felt by Thor. That was really fun. I I, I thought Thor and Spider-Man, or not Thor, uh, Peter Quill and Spider-Man were my favorite little bit, you know, because they're both like pop culture people. Yeah, I, I did not like, um, I just, Doctor Strange came off douchier than usual. Well, I think he's kind of supposed to be douchey, though. Yeah, I mean, That's kind of why I think that him talking to Tony Stark is so funny, because they're the same Yeah, person. no, I, I like their relationship so in the movie, because it's the, same, the two of the same guys trying to be the same thing at the same time, and it's not working for either of them. Right, right. Um, what else? Any? What else? Um, I'm trying to think of other points before we go into the actual episode. I think... The last thing that I really have is that I don't know that it needed to be two parts considering how much filler felt like it was in the movie. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I don't Namely, everything either. to do with Thor going to some place to get his hammer back was just dumb. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it oh, needed to Mel be there. Oh, Mel was dying of laughter because Peter Dinklage was the tallest character in that scene. She, like, couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like, I thought it was funny, but she was lost. I'm like, that's great. I freaking love that. I leaned over and was like, oh yeah, his acting is larger than life. It's <laughs> just... Boo! Was, Bad joke. Um, but yeah, it just, I I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. I thought just what they did with the Marvel universe is great. DC is never going to catch up ever. There's no chance. They just keep making bad movies, they, they're, and they're just never at this gonna point. Stop. They legitimately can never catch up. 
There's nothing they can do to catch right. up. The, have you seen the Justice League movie? It was awful. No, I, I watched um, Dawn of Justice. Um, but, right, that was Batman versus oh, yeah. Superman, yeah, Dawn that of Justice. That's that's that was so stupid. I went in with no expectations and I was fine it with was. it. Then I watched it again on a plane to Italy and I thought it was awful. Yeah, it's because it's really awful. Um, but yeah, so there was just like a lot of filler. The part where Vision kept having someone trying to rip the stone out of his head. It just happened like 15 times and I got bored of it eventually. Yeah. It was like the same scene over and over and over again where it was like, focus on his head. We're trying to pull the stone off. Yeah, I, I get it now. I get it. Yeah. I get, I get it. Yeah, I, I'm head. fine with it. I'm, I'm fine. I like the movie. Like I said, the DC universe is never going to catch up. I didn't like. Oh, quickly, so you know, quick, I didn't like Spider-Man: Homecoming because Spider-Man wasn't his own character. He was Tony Stark's Spider-Man. He did everything Tony Stark wanted to. He, the armor and like his powers were basically given to him by Tony Stark. This is the only way he did anything in that movie because of the suit and finding it at the end he has to change it. oh i don't need the suit you never needed the suit peter you didn't need that crap and i just didn't like how it was tony stark spider-man and not spider-man spider-man and whatever i can i can see what and you like, mean by that and he That's just fair. he was the childhood they played to the childhood wonderment a little too much which i'm fine with them doing once again peter parker as a kid rather than like him growing up to an adult i'm fine with that but it was just way too. Oh my gosh! Everything's new and shiny and cool. I I didn't care for it. I I can get I can get why you'd say that. It, I don't just think like, that's I unfair. had the realization like as the movie was ending, it's like yeah, I don't think this movie was written for me. So it was written for a new generation of kids who are going to watch this kids action film and um, enjoy it. And then it's like I'm the twenty five, twenty six year old adult sitting here in the theater just grumping, and it's like no, this wasn't. This isn't my movie. This is someone else's movie. So. If every, I'm not I'm not the type of person that's gonna be oh you like that movie oh you're stupid no it's fine if you like Spider Man I it just wasn't it's for these me darn millennials we are millennials, millennials Tony. children we are millennials shut up Jordan don't call me that we, we are millennials this what, what like I think it's like people who up to thirty are millennials up to like 35. oh yeah we're like smack dab in the middle yeah, of we are it. in the middle yeah, of millennials we're, we're you right. can't say all that crap about millennials yeah we can't we avoid that. <laughs> We are the children. Yeah, but I can hate for fun. Okay, so that was... Jordan, are you ready to roll some initiative? Yeah, but that's the end of the episode. Check out the rest of the stuff. That was the bonus episode of Avengers and This Is America, which is the weirdest comedy. Weirdest mashup since um, Mashed Potatoes. I don't know. Yeah. What I'm gonna, did you I'm gonna just end this, say? I'm going to end this episode on Bad Joke. Anyways, we're going to go into our episode. Enjoy. Enjoy.